Dental Fuel, the podcast that focuses on what no one else is talking about. Mistakes. The dental world is full of before and afters, and no one is talking about the middle. Dental Fuel brings you the unspoken in-between. Dental Fuel is brought to you by Doctors Disability Specialists, a team dedicated to helping dentists and physicians with disability insurance, life insurance, and comprehensive business planning. On our first episode of Dental Fuel, we have Dr. Tony Manito. Dr. Tony Manito is a private practice dentist as well as an adjunct faculty member at the MUSC College of Dental Medicine in Charleston, South Carolina. His dental practice, Expertise Dental, focuses on using technology to comprehensively care for his patients while helping to enhance the aesthetics of their smile. He is an experienced user on digital systems made by Plan Mecca, Dentsply Serona, 3Shape, and Itero, and is heavily reliant on digital design and 3D printing for treatment planning complex cases. He lectures nationally and internationally and currently has 21 published papers on the topics of digital dentistry and dental materials. In this episode, Dr. Manito talks about a clinical mistake he made and how he grew from that mistake and how communication is key. Let's tune in. Dr. Manito, welcome to Dental Fuel. How you doing? Doing great. Happy to be here. Excited for this. <laughs> Me too. I'm excited for this. Can you tell us a little bit about your background and how you came to be the Dr. Manito? <laughs> uh, sure. I, um, I've, I actually have had a lot of a, kind of a weird career. I started out uh, in private practice uh, right out of dental school in a Medicaid practice, actually doing kind of a lot of high, high volume Saw a lot of kids, which I never thought I would do. And um, from there, transitioned into academics and was a full-time academician for 12 years. And then um, transitioned out of academics back into private practice and uh, pra practice now three days a week in a relatively high-end cosmetic practice. And I'm also doing some consulting for some technology companies as well. So it's a nice mix of... Um, uh, of different things to break up the week, which I love. I love that. Can you tell us a little bit about a clinical mistake that you can remember making in your career so far and how it's, how you handled it and how it's helped you grow? Yeah, of course. I mean, you know, the reality is I've been practicing for 20 years. So the number of clinical mistakes I've made is, is beyond my ability to recall. But I will, I will tell you about the first set of implants that I ever placed on a patient. And it was, um, it was really actually well done the day of. And I, I left the procedure feeling really, really good about it. But for whatever reason, two of the three implants failed. And, you know, when anytime you place, you know, if you're replacing a single tooth, you, you have options, right? You can do mm -hmm. an implant, the implant fails, you can always fall back on a bridge. Well, this is a situation where if the implants, and I really needed all three of those implants to work. If the implants didn't work, we were falling back to a, a partial denture, which, you know, let's face it, is not ne never really a, a great option for our patients. So to say the least, when when the first implant failed, you know, it was really disappointing. I, I still held out a little bit of hope for the other two, but then the second one failed. And, uh, and then it's, you know, it's really hard at that point because as a practitioner, you're disappointed. Mm -hmm. The patient's disappointed. And 
the one thing that I've learned over the course of my career is that you cannot communicate enough with your patients. Um, and luckily, I had we had talked about this quite a bit before the procedure, the potential for complications. And, and in her case, she's a little bit medically compromised, and we knew the bone in the area we were placing these implants was a little bit sketchy. It was very soft bone, even though it was in the mandible. Um, so luckily we had talked about this as a, as a possibility, but nevertheless, it's it still, you know, I honestly lose sleep over, over situations like this still 20 years into practice when I have something that I think should have gone differently based off of my education, everything, you know, like I said, the day of everything, we did it guided, the implants went exactly where they should have. Uh, everything looked great on the day of surgery. And then, you know, it's up to biology at that point. And, uh, biology wasn't on our side. So uh, very disappointing. But I think the fact that we had communicate, I had communicated with the patient a lot prior to that appointment really, um, it didn't, it didn't make it more palatable, but the patient is more understanding, knowing that that was a possibility going in. How did you get past that not being able to sleep? I think, you, you know, one of my favorite things that I've heard you say is they're just teeth. But in this instance, I feel like the situation maybe was a little bit bigger than that. And to process that, and be ready to come back the next day to work and do it all over again. How do you get past that? I think the the way you get past it is the opportunity to to do it again the next day, and that's maybe the best the best part of our profession is that we get to we you know we don't have time necessarily to dwell on those those outcomes that don't go our way. Um, and, and to be honest, this is not a, this is not a strength for me. I expect not perfection from myself, but I expect a very high level of, of, uh, dentistry, um, from myself. And when I fall short of that, it, it's very difficult. And so this, this is, you've hit a bit of a sore spot here because this is definitely not a strength. Um, and, and I may not be the one to ask about this, but I've been working on it a lot over the years. And I, I try, I try to give myself some grace knowing that not everything is, is always in my control for one. And knowing that quite honestly, I've, I've trained my butt off. I, my attention to detail is, is always there for every patient. So I know I'm doing my part to make sure that the outcome is going to be successful. And sometimes, you know, dentist, dentistry is hard. And if you're a new dentist who's just starting out, I'm sorry to tell you that dentistry is hard and you're going to have some instances where it's going to kick your butt. Quite honestly, you're not going to be happy with the result you get for, for any number of reasons. Um, we just, we, we work in a tough profession uh, and attention to detail. The details that we have to hit, the marks we have to hit are so fine that you're not going to get there every time. But, you know, as long as you are, confident that you did your best and willing to make it right. If, if you have an outcome that, that doesn't work out for a patient, say you cemented a crown and it's got an open margin, you have to be okay with cutting that crown off and redoing it at no charge for the patient. I mean, that's, that's how I sleep at night, quite honestly, is um, standing behind my work and, and 
but it doesn't get it doesn't get I'd say it doesn't get easier as you get older, but you have less of those instances because you're able to avoid those pitfalls maybe a little bit better. Dentistry is hard. And I think that we all fall into trouble. And, you know, everyone's experiences and how they manage difficulty, I think is very valuable. So I appreciate you sharing that. Join us for our next episode where Dr. Menino would talk about a financial mistake he's made. Be sure to connect with Tony Manito on Instagram at SmileProfessor and with Ignite DDS at Ignite DDS.